Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sarah Davis, a life coach who works with people who have found themselves struggling in life due to serious health concerns. Wow. Super. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi. Mark, thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited uh, to be here. You're welcome. Another Brit on the podcast. Fantastic. Yay. <laughs> so expand on this for me. Tell, tell everyone at home, you know, where are you with your business today and who do you love to work with? So I am in the quite early stages of my business. I am just trying to get myself out there more, trying to reach more people. I love love working with people who have are, are struggling with their health so maybe they've just been diagnosed with a condition an underlying health condition or they're struggling waiting for a diagnosis and they find themselves not knowing what's going on in their lives and their support system isn't isn't there anymore it's no longer there and they're looking they're, they're desperate for help they need help and that's where I like to step in and offer them the support that they need Oh, fantastic. So when, when you enroll in your client, what is it that you help to guide them through? What does it actually get from working with you? So I start by unraveling the fact that it's not their fault. They're not on their own because they've done anything wrong because it's because that's just the situation they find them in. So we start there. Then we start to look at what they can do. So if they're unwell, how are they unwell? What is it in their body that is feeling unwell? And the simple things that we can do stepwise to help them to feel better in their bodies uh, from every, on a day-to-day perspective, something that I know quite a lot about as I myself am diagnosed with an un- quite a serious underlying health condition. I was going to say that because so many coaches, guides, helpers, this starts as, as a passion from fuck I don't want anyone else to go through what I went through or you found a way to manage to cope to to actually improve the quality of your life so again you have your own story which is deeply rooted into everything that you do yeah I was I was 29 and I had a stroke um due to an underlying health condition I knew nothing about and my husband decided that that was the point to leave me with our 18 month old baby when I couldn't use my left hand side at all and I couldn't communicate and I had to really look inside myself at that point and find the inner strength to carry on and what I needed was someone to help me and that's not what I had. So at that time when you felt like you needed 
you needed support, you needed people, it wasn't around. So what was it that, what kept you going? What was it that sort of triggered in yourself the ability to, again, be, to be the coach you are today? But what was it at that time? It was my son. It was my genuine desire to be there for him and to help him to grow up to be the best version of himself that he could be. He was born prematurely. Um, so he'd already fought for me. So I wanted to fight for him. And fight you did. I did. Now, that, is, that is tough. That's a tough situation to be in. Um, but with cool. tough situations, so much can come out of it. And it's fascinating to see your growth and what you've been able to build from, from shit circumstances. Yeah, so uh, my son, Lucas, and I, we learned to walk, I learned to rewalk and retalk at the same time as he learned to walk and talk. So we have a very strong bond, the pair of us. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yes. So with your clients, what are they going through? What traditionally do you have to help them either work through or overcome or believe you need to shift so that they get the best of working with you? What's, what do you have to overcome time and time again at the start? The fact that they feel like they can't do it. They don't have the energy. They're dealing with too much. It's quite a shock to be this well or to have this diagnosis. Um, they don't know where to start in looking at what they do next. Like, how do mm -hmm. they move on? They don't know how to take those first steps in to getting better. So... I like to use my story to help them and to show them that it is possible. It doesn't happen overnight. It does take a long time or it, it does take time. But, you know, every small step is a step in the right direction. So what, what was it like for you when you, when was the point where you started and said, actually, yes, this is the business I want to be doing. This is my calling. What was, what was that time like? Uh, it was, it was quite exciting so I had just been in hospital with another bout of quite ill health and one of the nurses said to me while I was in there it doesn't matter like how unwell you are you're always full of stories you're always willing to help other people out you're always full of smiles and positivity you should use that in the world and I just thought yes yes I should and I can help I, when when we were in clinics and stuff I was always helping other people who mm. were there who were struggling so I was like I should use that to help people on a bigger scale to get my message out there to show people that it is possible to overcome these traumatic life events so what was the step for you what were, what were the steps to doing it would you just one day start just telling people what it is you did did you did you take your time to build your business what was what was the initial year like I uh, the initial year was hard going I did uh, a coaching qualification because I felt like people wouldn't listen to me if I didn't only to discover that people will listen to you regardless um if if they if your story touches them um and I started by talking to people that I knew in so the the doctors that I knew in clinics are saying are there any people that you think would benefit from having someone to talk to and I put myself out there and as business models go it wasn't very good in the start because it didn't charge for my time I just went and did it voluntary and helped people through then what happened was they said I've got a friend who's going through a similar thing I think you might help them and I was like 
brilliant. Do you think I could charge them some money for this idea? This is kind of a business, so... Yes, I might, I might need to earn some money. And, uh, okay, well, let's, was... let's, let's pause then. What, what was it at the time that, was, that stopped you from actually charging because you, you wanted to do this for a, as a business, ended up doing it for free for a while. What, what was it in yourself that held you back? I thought, why would anybody want my help? And then people did want my help. And at first I was a little surprised. And then I was like, no, I have something valuable here. I have, I have help to offer. And once I got over that, I am helping. Um, I, yeah, what I'm saying, what I'm doing is actually helping people. I got over that actually my information is valuable. I need to charge for this. Is it too? Because it sounds like there's sort of two aspects of this. It's either, oh my gosh, I can't believe people would, you'd actually pay for this. You mean I could I could do what I love and actually make a living out of it? Oh my gosh, that realization. Or is it I'm just terrified? There's that nerves. I want to help people, but I, I'm just not sure. Which one was it for you that was the biggest, biggest thing? I knew people would pay because other people were charging for not the same, but similar help. Mm. I was nervous that people would want to pay me. <laughs> not that I wasn't good enough to be paid, but I thought, why would somebody want to pay me? <laughs> So talk, what advice would you give to someone just a few steps behind you that's, that's found their passion, found their calling, and is at that really raw first step phase? What, what would you say to them based on your experience? The doubt is there, but it's a fear and you need to overcome it. You need to take that leap and you need to know that what you're doing is valuable and people will pay for it. So charge for it because it, you don't want to get stuck constantly giving away freebies <laughs> because that must still feel i was gonna say it feels good it's also it, it can be a, a an energy drain on you because you're giving your heart and soul away doing the thing you want to do however shit you still need to a roof over your head yeah food on the table this needs to happen as well yeah you don't want your partner to feel like you know go out and get a real job rather than naff around on the phone all day talking to people you mean helping people change and yes. cope their lives isn't a real job oh my gosh yes it totally is a real job and he's never said that to my face but you know when you sort of like think maybe if I don't start earning some money soon they're going to start wondering what I'm actually doing with my time uh -huh. so fast forward to today so what's it been like as your evolution as you've gone through and started to build and gain more clients and build more of a reputation for yourself? It's, it, feel, it feels a lot, a lot better. It feels like to be able to see that people are willing to pay for my services. It's that, that the first time money actually landed in my account. I did my little happy dance and I did not stop for about two days. Um, <laughs> I, now I can see how it's rolling and how we're pulling people into the business mm -hmm. or trying to pull people into the business. It feels like I can be really proud of who I am and what I've done and where I'm going, 
Whereas maybe a few months ago, I was feeling a bit more embarrassed about where I was because I wasn't at the stage that I thought I should be at. And again, mm. so I just you, need to let that go. <laughs> it's been a dramatic shift from, yeah, just a couple of months ago to where you are now. Yes. I pulled up my big girl panties and decided that I was going to be Wonder Woman and not the sidekick. What, what shifted in you? What was that? My partner and I sat down and we had a very honest and frank conversation. And we talked about the fact that I really wanted to do this. This is really what I would love to do. And he is very supportive of that. And we said, six months, give it six months. If we can turn it into a thriving business in six months, then we can, it's 100% what I can do moving forward. If it's not, if we're not starting to see the engine roll at the end of that six months, then I have to look for it, you know. So you put a time frame on your dream. I didn't put a time frame on my dream. Um, I gave myself the kick up the bottom that I needed. <laughs> Ooh, good reframe. And it sounds like it worked. It is. It is. It is working so far. Yes, I am very happy with the. Uh, can't think of the word I'm looking for. With the with what's happened so far since we since we sat down and we. So talked. what changed you? What did that kick up the bum? make you do that you weren't doing before what actual tangible actions were you taking how did you change your business i actually uh so up until then i didn't have a website for my business to attract or for me to send people to who were wanting to talk to me i also didn't have a facebook page or a, a linkedin page for that matter so i went out and i uh spent some time learning about these places and how to put myself out there and i created something now it is not perfect yet it is a work in progress, but a work in progress is better than nothing. And Done so that, is better than perfect, right? Yes, 100%. And I will, I am making changes all the time. I'm up, I'm constantly tweaking and updating things and adding extra things in. But I, I equally want to make sure that what I'm doing, I'm doing well. So I'm taking my time to make sure that I'm mastering what I'm doing before I move to the next thing. So I'm not like, drowning under a sea of what is it that I'm exactly trying to do with myself oh you mean the solopreneur trying to do every single thing every strategy hack different way of working because that's enough to do just with the, the role that you have let alone all the sales and marketing and all that stuff that comes in yeah so as as a solopreneur what is the the toughest part for you what are the roles that you're like ah oh, shit I didn't I didn't think about this thing I had to do. Marketing, funnily enough. Actually putting myself out there in the world and letting people see me. <laughs> that I, I didn't, I suppose because the way that I found my first clients was very much, was very organic. It was very much based on my comfort zone. Mm. Putting myself out somewhere where I'm not so comfortable has been a little bit more difficult. <laughs> Oh, talk about that because I don't care what size you are, whether you're literally starting out or you've been doing it for years. We all have our, our blocks or our areas of can't do this. I can't, I don't want to be, whether it's be seen, be the face of the business, or there's different tasks or different jobs to do. There's always something that crops up because we're not skilled at doing everything. We can't be. So what is it for you that was so tough about that visibility? I 
didn't want people to laugh at me. <laughs> uh, I know, I know in my heart that I have a valuable message to put out there. And I was afraid that somebody who I held in high esteem would see my venture and would think that it was ridiculous and I am a people pleaser I have always been that way and I was afraid that that would be enough to knock my confidence in myself and it shouldn't be because I've been doing a really good job at this job okay but it still is a tough when you when you realize the armor is that thin that you think you're okay but one comment one negative experience could what let you spiral for days weeks knock you off your track what what would that actually do to you it, it wouldn't it would knock me off track and i think that's why i i pay it off why i've not been putting myself out there as much because i have so much positivity and energy behind the drive to push it forward that I don't want anyone to chip even a little chip would feel feel big in the first instance mm. to me and it would it would it would definitely make the six month uh, little spiral that we gave ourselves it, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't happen in that time frame I, I it is what I have been afraid of but we can't build a business being hidden. That's, oh my gosh, it's tough sometimes to be seen. We know this. I mean, oh my gosh, when we started our business, it was, what will people think? Um, people know me for, for, for different things or what will friends and family think? Because we have all these, chances are most people have to help you. And that's what we found. There's that, that worry. Most things we worry about never fucking happen, but they take all this energy. And then- yeah, you are going to get comments. It is going to happen. I don't want to be here and say, oh, we'll be fine. Let's just call a spade a spade. There will be some negative comments. There will be this. It's how we're all able to, to take it, to manage it, to run at it rawless, to just laugh at it, to reframe that. I mean, you're good at reframing already for yourself. And I assume for your clients as well, this is part of what you do. So what can you, what could you maybe take but you have all the answers within you. I truly believe that. What skills would you take from your training, what you do with your clients, that you can actually apply to yourself to try and ah, bolster this from, from the inside out? Oh, that's a very good question. Thank you. That's what I, I do. Yeah, who would have thought it? <clears throat> I, uh, this, is, this is one of those things whereby if it was somebody else, I would know exactly what to say. Mm -hmm. you know when it's exactly that thing whereby what you'd say to your best friend is not necessarily what you say to yourself and then mm -hmm. no I know what I need to do <laughs> what, what do you need to do as big and as scary as it sounds I just need to put myself out there more I need to open everything up I need to let more people see me I need to invite my friends to to view my business page and to see what's going on and I need to stop everything being quite so private and protected and put it out there because no one can say anything to me 
that is that can undo all the good work that I've already done. I've I've helped so many people, and I just have to hold that onto that that the people I have helped so many people already, and there are hundreds of thousands more people that I can help out there. And if mm. I let one comment or two comments or three comments or however many comments stop me doing that then i'm letting those people down because they need me yeah it's so interesting when you can start to reframe and see okay where's where's my focus what am i looking at here because if you want to find the negatives if you want to find the challenges oh my gosh our brain will find it we've got a filter inbuilt into us that will actually prove ourselves right so how can we continue to focus on what you what you want to do all the people that you know you can serve all the people that are the future clients who are itching and screaming and needing your help there's your focus right yeah definitely 100 percent. i agree completely and this is where it comes into logically you get it logically you understand this but emotionally fuck it's tough and now we're into the world of the entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, knowing exactly what to do, but struggling to do it. Do you know, what I might do is I might put a little picture of myself from my hospital bed on my fridge to remind me of why I'm doing this, because then I'm seeing it every day, why I'm going to help people because there wasn't anyone to help me and I needed someone. And that's like, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, you put a picture of the skinny person that you're trying to emulate on your fridge put my uh, put my picture up and remind myself every time I go to the fridge that that's the reason that I'm doing this so positive step forward and then what, what are you building what's the what is the ultimate goal for this business the ultimate goal is that I reach as many people as I can at the moment I'm one-on-one -on -one coaching or small group but I'd like to expand that into uh, larger groups or you know, live groups where i help thousands of people at a time i mean it's good to dream big right in all in one room oh my gosh you would have thought it i that's 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 when i close my eyes and i picture what i want to be doing that's that's me stood on the stage in front of all these thousands of faces helping them to connect with who they are and mm -hmm. then taking them through the steps of connecting with who they are obviously one day or a couple of hours aren't going to do that but it's a good place because also a lot of these people need a network and then they're meeting all these people who are very similar to them and they're building a beautiful network of people who they they know and can lean on so it's a movement them. it's this whole community rather than just huh just <laughs> just what you can bring to the the life-changing things that you enable people through on the one-on-one -on -one, but bringing in the community bringing in the hey guys you're not alone yes that's huge that is that is the aim that is the aim of the game nice so what are the steps this year to get there what, what do you say okay so you know where you're going you know where you are now we've got through that six months that's you've nailed that already you've shown it's viable you've shown that you're there cool what's next so um, what's next is some bigger groups. So I want to be able to group, uh, to be able to coach some large groups. So my 
miniature aim for this year is that I would outside of the six months I know it's a bit risky <laughs> is to have a group of 20 people all working together where we get together once a week and we discuss uh, our action steps and all that sort of stuff and work together as a group that way so that's my goal for the end of this year 20 people in one nice little group which I think is a Fantastic. nice number <laughs> nice sounds amazing look Sarah thank you so much for sharing not only what you do and your journey but behind the scenes right now of what it's like as you as you scale and move your business forward it's it's fascinating so thank you so much for sharing you're very welcome thank you for having me on ah welcome if you want to find out more about about you and the amazing work that you do where can they find you so you can find me at sarahsteppingstones.com or on facebook sarah's stepping stones awesome everyone go check that out and sarah thanks again this has been so much fun you're welcome thank you very much welcome Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>